This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, pet parents. This is Michelle Byrne, your host on Best Pets for Pets. Well, it's a fresh new year and we're all about, you know, taking care of ourselves in the new year, especially in the beginning of the year. What about your pets? You have to think about them, right? They're your family. Well, my next guest has created a few lines of different supplements that are going to be so helpful for your pet's well-being. We're going to talk to her and we'll be right back after this message. For generations, James Harriet's memoirs, All Creatures Great and Small, and All Things Bright and Beautiful, have enchanted animal lovers. Now, in a set of brand new audiobook recordings, Nicholas Ralph, star of the upcoming PBS Masterpiece series, brings to life the unforgettable world of James Harriet and his menagerie of heartwarming, funny, and tragic animal patients. Full of charm and wit, the audiobooks are the perfect way to delve into the magical stories of the world's most beloved vet. The All Creatures Great and Small and All Things Bright and Beautiful audiobooks are available now wherever audiobooks are sold. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back, everyone. I'd like to introduce Rebecca Rose. She is the president and founder of In Clover. Welcome, Rebecca. Thank you so much for having me, Michelle. I'm excited to talk to you. Now, you have a really interesting background because you started in women's health care and then moved over to pets and created this entire brand called In Clover, where you have, I saw dog, cat, and equine supplements. There, there might be others that I'm not aware of, but how did you make the switch? I did make the switch from human to animal at a time in my career that I was working in cutting edge medical technology. We were doing work with the National Institutes of Health and the Center for Disease Control. And I just decided at that point that I could take this medical technology and I could use it to help animals. And primarily we work with dogs and cats and I could do things that had never been done in the animal world of looking at what makes the animal healthy and supplementing that back to them. Let's talk for a minute about supplements because for humans, we are familiar with supplements for our health. You know, you know, women, as we get older, calcium, vitamin D, a lot of us take multivitamins. For pets, you know, I've been doing best pets for 10 years and supplements are still kind of new-ish. A lot of them have been around for a while, but for the everyday, you know, pet parent, they're not as popular and as well-known as certain areas of the pet world, you know, as for like certain food diets and so forth. So how would you know if your dog or cat needs supplements? And that's a question that we get all the time, that how do I know if there's something wrong? Because obviously they can't tell us. And as we've been going through this pandemic period and we're spending more time with our pets, I'm getting more questions and more comments like, my seven-year-old dog is all of a sudden not 
quite as spunky as he used to be. There's just something in his eye that's a little bit off. Or I have a four-year-old dog and they still seem, they're very active, but I just want to make sure that I'm doing the best for them. And both of those are good examples of where supplements can help. On the side of the older animal, we look at conditions that are very common, like joint health. So we know that joint disorder impacts both dogs and cats, about one in four animals. And it can be helped with supplementation. And if started early, it can be helped so that they won't have to go through that where they're they're not quite able to jump up into the car or they can't quite go on the, the walk that they used to go on. And those are quality of life things that you can think about and you can do something in advance for your pet. And if you have a younger animal, we like to look at things like their immune system, making sure that that's healthy and dental health, because with both dogs and cats, dental disease is a huge problem. And it starts at about age two. That's great information. What about, and there's some things that are obvious, you know, there's one of the products I tried is for gassy, for gassiness in dogs, which I think it's more common in dogs and cats. So some of these problems are going to be obvious to us, especially I think some of the cat products that I tried, but we're going to talk about more of those later. For people that are considering supplements before we get into more detail, how would the pet parent go about deciding to, okay, I'm going to get this supplement and introducing it to your pet? Because I think a lot of pet parents might think they're kind of like treats and they can be given kind of like a treat, but they're not a treat. You don't want to overdo it. So how would I introduce it to my cat? It's important to know that a supplement, if it's been formulated well, is formulated for the body weight of the pet. So the amount of active ingredients per pounds of weight for the cat or dog. So so that's what you want to be really aware of. So for example, with our cat products, they're in a chew form. They have gone through 14 months of palatability studies because we know that if you can't get your cat or dog to take it, no matter how great it is, you're not going to see results. So it's gone through palatability studies and everything has been formulated with milligrams of active ingredients per kilogram of body weight for your pet. And so you want to make sure in the case of our cat products, a cat that weighs 10 pounds would get two of these chews every day. And even though they'll, the cat will eat them like it's a treat, know that you're responsible for making sure they get the right number of supplements, the right amount on a daily basis. Some supplements you would give with food, others you don't need to give with food and you can give any time during the day. Okay, and what about, I think the obvious check with your vet if you're, you know, dog or cats on any special medications or so forth, or is that necessary? It's always a good idea, right? I mean, is it necessary or is it just, ah, it's a good idea just in case? it's, It's always a good idea. And the other thing that's good idea is on your supplement bottle to look for a quality seal. It will have an NASC, that's a National Animal Supplement Council quality seal. 
And what that tells you is that that supplement has been audited and tested and what they say is in it is in it. And it also goes through an adverse event database. So if there are ever any contraindications that would occur with an ingredient, that would come out in that database and the companies who have that ingredient would be informed. And so there's so much data around all of the ingredients that are in supplements that have that NASC quality seal, that that's another good baseline for folks to look at and make sure of before they give a supplement. Okay, that's great information. Let's talk a little about palatability, and then we'll talk more specific on some of the the, uh, cat supplements I tried after the break. But talking about palatability, and boy, did I get a dose of this when I had to give one of my cats medication recently, and it was in pill form. Not easy, (laughs) not easy with a cat. So how do you go about, you said you did 14 months of palatability, where do you start? Like, you know, I know cats like fish and you have supplements that are with cranberry extract and all these great things. How did you go about creating the supplement and making sure it would be palatable for a cat? I mean, dogs need palatability too, but they're certainly not as picky as cats. They certainly aren't. And and I think that's why Inclover is one of the few companies that has a full line of supplements for cats. Because going through 14 months of palatability studies is a commitment. And and when we decided that we were going to really focus on our cats, we looked at a lot of the physiology around why they eat what they eat, because their taste buds are very different than the dogs. We worked with major flavor companies who, and this was an interesting thing for me, one of the first questions they asked was, are these American cats or are these Asian cats or European cats? Because they've acquired a different palatability profile depending on where the cats are and what they would normally eat. So there's a lot of science around cat palatability, and we tapped into that. And then we took three populations of cats. So we selected for shelter cats. We have a lot of relationships with with the shelters. And so we selected for shelter cats for pets, you know, know, for cats who live in the home, like, like my cats, and then what we called discriminating cats. And we tested our product in all three of those populations and came up with a, um, a requirement, which we exceeded, that our products had to be greater than 80% palatable to give as just a free feat, like a treat. And so AFCO, who, who makes the rules for cat food and dog food, they require with cat food compliance. So we said we're going to kick that up to 80% compliance. And that's why it took 14 months of getting just the perfect combination that cats love. Well, I have to say, huge kudos to you going through all that to develop the supplements for cats, because you're right, there's not a lot out there. 
and cats can be just by nature, it seems picky. And also how interesting, I had no idea that there was a difference between the palatability from American, Asian and European cats. That might be something for my show, Catitude. That's really interesting. All right, we're going to take a short break. We'll come right back and we're going to talk more about the different supplements for your cat. We'll be right back. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There's no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Radio.com, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. We're talking to Rebecca Rose from Inclover. She is the president and founder of Inclover. So, Rebecca, we're talking about cats. I tried mostly the cat supplements that your company sent over. And thank you, by the way. And I really like the packages and I love the names. Sleek for hairball control, Spry for respiratory, Smile for dental, and Flow for the UT health. You know, I know that for dental health is hugely important and hairball control is just, that's another issue for some cats some with that are longer hair or even, I guess, medium hair. But what is the thought behind spry and flow? I'm so glad you asked about those, Michelle, because those are my two favorite products on the cat side. My thought process in developing these was to look at what's happening in the body that's not allowing the cat to have a normal function. So for example, with flow, that's our urinary tract product. What we looked at was what creates an out of balance in the urinary tract system for cats. And that's such a huge problem for cats and the humans who they have. It's just, it's heartbreaking to watch them strain over the litter box. So what we looked at was not only getting the pH of the urinary tract system right, because that's an important first step. And that's why we added cranberry extract to our flow product. But even a bigger issue was how do we get the urinary tract system to flush on a regular basis, not just to get the cat to drink more water because there are products that add salt to the product so that the cat drinks more, but that causes them to retain fluid, not to flush it out. So that took a while and a bit of research to figure out the perfect ingredient and exactly how much to add. And that's our dandelion leaf that we add to the flow product. And it acts to help them to not only want to drink a little bit more, but to more importantly, flush out that urinary tract system so that you don't have the bacteria pocketing in the system. And then the next thing we looked at was the inflammation. We know that inflammation is a problem when you have urinary tract issues. So we wanted to soothe the system and address that. 
And we added two additional herbs to do that, a marshmallow root, which is a, what's called a dulcet to soothe the system. And then yucca. And yucca is my favorite natural anti-inflammatory. So really simple product. We just added what the cat needs to put back into their system to support that really sensitive urinary tract system and keep it in balance. And that's kind of how we formulate all of our products is just look at what the system needs. Don't add anything else, just add exactly what they need. Tell us a little bit about spry. One of my cats I noticed was hacking and wheezing a little bit, and I wasn't sure if it was something respiratory or hairball. And it turned out it was a, you know, a hairball situation. But how would you know if it was something respiratory? And how did you come about creating something like spry or creating spry? Respiratory issues are very common with cats, especially multi-cat households and rescue cats. And specifically, the feline herpes virus, you may have heard of it called FHV for short. That's a very contagious virus that goes through multi-cat colonies or rescue cats or multi-cat households very quickly. And we looked at how do we increase the immune system while addressing the viral load that a cat has to deal with? And so in developing the Spry product, we used a combination of ingredients. And as a cat person myself, I have two cats. What I look for is very common sneezing, coughing, those weepy, drippy eyes or drippy nose. And those would be indications of a respiratory infection. And what the spry does is twofold. One, it has the amino acid L-lysine, which has antiviral properties. And then two, it has superfood antioxidants to help boost the immune system. And then the other thing that we do for all of our cat products is we add our organic prebiotic to all of our cat products. And the reason for that is to help nourish and feed the good bacteria that are in the cat system, in their intestine, so that those good bacteria can flourish and the bad bacteria that cause problems with the immune system and cause health problems, they're flushed out of the system, and they don't have an opportunity to compete. Very interesting. All right, let's talk a little about your website, because there's a plethora of information and very helpful for the pet parents. You know, in these days, some of us have cats, some of us have dogs, some of us have both. And there's always, you know, to the pet parent, there's so much information out there that it can be overwhelming. And I think your site does a really great job of explaining, you know, the supplements and so forth. And one of the things I noticed is that the categories of the various supplements are a little different for dogs and cats. Like, for example, for dogs, there's an allergy and a heart health category. For cats, there's UT support and respiratory. As a pet parent, you know, what I wonder, does my cat not have allergy or is the allergy taken care of in 
the scribe product for respiratory, they're just labeled different. So I'm just wondering the categories, are they basically the same or are there different things that we have to look out for in our cats and dogs? I mean, overall there are, but just as far as, you know, supplemental products. Yeah, we focus on the primary chronic conditions for dogs and cats. And sometimes they're the same, but oftentimes they are different. And and a good example of that in the flow and the spry, where urinary tracts certainly can happen with dogs, but it's so much more common for cats. And the same with the respiratory issues. I was talking to a vet the other day, and she said that in her practice, between 95 and 100% of the cats that she sees have been exposed to feline herpes virus. And it may be dormant if their immune system is healthy, but if they run into any stressors, that's when it's going to come out. And so we really focus our products on the problems that are unique to the, the animal. And with all of our products, they're safe to cross over so that For example, with the allergy product, we do have folks that have cats who are using the allergy product. It's a histamine regulator, but it's not as common for cats to have allergies as it is for dogs to have issues with allergies. Again, super interesting information. And I want to just point out for pet parents listening, you do have for both dog and cat joint digestive skin and coat and dental supplements. Let's talk about this because a lot of pet parents are now feeding their, you know, their fur babe, uh, special diets, raw food with amazing ingredients and, and so forth. Does a pet parent that's they're feeding their pet and all this great stuff still need to consider supplements or is it a mindset? Maybe it's just a mindset, you know, oh, I feed my, you know, dog raw and, you know, everything he could have and he's this and that. So there's no way in the world he would need a supplement. What do you say to something like that? Because there there are people, I've heard it plenty of times, there are people, you know, and companies that, you know, we have the best food ever and it's raw and it's this and it's that, you don't need anything else. What's your take on that? Of course, diet is very important um, because you're making the choice for them and you're typically feeding them the same thing day after day. So that's very important. But a diet cannot cover all of the nutritional needs. Just like with humans, animals are going to have additional needs that will not be met with a diet. A couple of examples of that that I'll give you. If you're feeding a kibble or a can diet, the process of making that kibble or canned food is a high heat method. And that high heat is going to destroy the enzymes that are naturally in food. The pet needs those enzymes, the dog or the cat needs those enzymes in order to break down and absorb the nutrients in the food. But the process of making the food is going to destroy those. As animals get older, they're unable to make those digestive enzymes themselves and to keep up with it. Now, in my example, I feed my pets a raw diet, but I still provide them with digestive enzymes because the diet that I feed them 
well, first of all, it's not everything they eat. So especially with my dogs, they are lots of dietary indiscretion. They're eating things they shouldn't be eating. And, and, and so we always have that issue at hand. But also in a raw diet, it only is providing the amount of digestive enzymes to break down that nugget of food, that piece of raw food, if everything else is perfect, if anything else is going on in their world that causes an imbalance and a lack of enzymes, that's going to show up in their inability to absorb the nutrients in the food. And so that's just one of many examples of when supplementation is necessary just on a day-to-day basis. You know, we could talk about dental health and why dental supplementation is necessary or hip and joint health and why that's necessary. The things they're not getting in the food are going to be provided in the supplement. And I really think, Michelle, (laughs) that in the next few years, supplements and the individual nature of supplements is going to be more important than the food. Because as we learn more and more about nutrition, our food options get better and better, but we still haven't addressed the things that supplements can address. And I think supplements are, I don't think that we should have one big jar of supplement that covers everything. I think it should be very individual and very personalized as far as my cats might need a different supplement than your cats because of their genetics, where they are in their life stage, all those things make them very unique animals. Rebecca, this has been so informative. I mean, it's been such a great education on supplements and as well as, of course, your Enclover products. One last question that I think might be on pet parents' minds. What about supplements and medication? So as far as contraindications or what, what are you thinking? Right. If that's, say, um, my cat's diabetic, Mm -hmm. you know, has a problem with hairballs, is that going to be an issue? Or again, I know, check with your vet, but just so everybody check with your vet before you do anything with your fur babe. But just if this is a question in someone's mind, you know, your cat needs is diabetic, gets insulin shots, but you also notice your cat has an issue with hairballs. Is that okay on an overall basis or if your cat's on medication, you know, supplements are going to be a problem? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad you're bringing this up. And, and because I think it's important to know that supplements, even though often we're working with natural compounds, like at Enclover, we use a lot of herbal compounds. Those are very, very active. And so when we're doing our research, and our testing in developing our products, we're looking at all of those questions so that you don't have to worry about it. And we're also looking at the amounts so that we have the amounts that will show results in all of our products show results in one container's use, but aren't going to be too much that they would create a problem. And so I think two points for your listeners to remember. One is to work with a company in your supplementation choices who has done the research, who has gone about this in a very thoughtful and scientific way so that you know they've looked at these questions. And then once you find that company, 
understand that that's the way they're developing their products, they're probably going to be thoughtful in all their products, but talk to them, contact them. I love more than anything talking to pet parents about their pets and about specific questions that they might have. And so that's why we have so many mechanisms that pet parents can get in touch with us. And I think that is important. So understand the company that you're working with, do some research, your pets are important. Make sure that what you're putting in their body, you understand. And then the second piece of it is to look for that NASC quality seal. So it's a yellow quality seal that will be on the label of the product. And if you look at the company's website, there should be something in there that talks about it. And then you'll know that that's part of an adverse event reporting system, that they've looked at those contraindications by ingredient, and you'll have that extra level of reassurance. Okay. And that was N-A-S like Sam, C like cat? Correct. Okay. Great info. And um, I have one more, sorry, just popped into my head. Do you have anything, any supplements you could recommend to make a cat a little happier? Because one of mine is always grumpy. <laughs> I don't know. She needs happy cat, cat happy pills or something. You know, so my favorite product that we have in our line anyway, to help my cats be happier, and, and this might not seem so obvious to you, but it's our Optigest product. And that is a product that combines prebiotic and digestive enzymes. And the digestive enzymes have one of the enzymes is a protease. It breaks down hairballs before they even form. So they don't have all of that, you know, the hair accumulating in their system. It's just a natural way to get it to flush easily. And they have from the inside out, they feel better overall. And because 70% of their immune system is housed in their digestive tract, if you can get their digestive tract happy, Everything else just kind of falls into place. So that's my number one go-to. Okay. And it's called OptiJust? That's correct. Okay. Now, the most important question, where can we buy in Clover supplements? <laughs> you can buy our products. We really work hard to support our independent store. So on our website, inclover.com, you'll see a map. You can put in your zip code and you can see all the independent pet stores. If you don't have an independent pet store in your area, you can purchase from our site or amazon.com. We're in natural grocers. We're, you know, we're all over the United States, but you can always order online, especially now it might be a little bit easier for folks to, to, um, to order online. Wonderful. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on Best Bets for Pets and telling us all about supplements and the Enclover products sound amazing. My cats love them. The fact that you test for cats for 14 months just says so much about your company because I mean, the 80% palatability, that's unheard of. And it just speaks volumes about your company. So thank you again so much for coming on Best Pets for Pets. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed talking with you. Same here. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Best Bets for Pets. I found it so informative. Rebecca shared so much information about supplements, especially supplements for your cats, which we just don't hear enough about. So be sure to check out our website. It's inclover.com. A lot of great information. Thanks to my cat crew.
crew, which is Sammy and Jethro and Charlotte and Molly and Dennis. So for testing the Inclover products, especially Molly, she can be really kind of picky about you know what she eats and what she does. And she has a very distinct palate, I guess. And she loved the supplements. So thanks, testers. And thanks to my producer, Mark Winter, for making me and my guest sound amazing. And thanks to everyone listening for making Best Bets for Pets, one of the most popular shows on Pet Life Radio for 10 years. So keep listening. We have some more great shows coming up. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.